Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard Hello. who loved writing stories. Oh, this is brilliant. Young Howard wrote many stories and scripts. Mr. Quackers was on his magic toilet. But then one day, he grew up and discovered alcohol and laziness. So he put his writing in the attic and forgot about it. Twenty years later, Howard found his old stories and persuaded his lifelong friend Rufus to read them. Join Rufus and Howard as they embark on a mission to read everything he wrote from the age of five until now in The Worst Writer in the World. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat to to every night But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah Woman of a no, woman of a no Worst writer in the world Worst writer in the world Hello everybody and welcome to a brand new story on the worst writer in the world. Are you excited, Howard? Oh, I am filled to the brim to with the brim. veritable excitement. <laughs> oh, wow. Veritable Wow, you're really excitement. showing off some great words there. But then you are a fantastic the, writer, as we all know best writer from in the world, this show. As we know from the title of the show, <laughs> the best writer in the world, which uh, I think it's called, right? Oh yeah, definitely called that, yeah. Just don't listen to it, okay? No. All right. Or you at the start of every episode. <laughs> I've selected yeah, like hearing. you've ever listened to yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. So, Howard, it's a brand new story, mm. and I believe this time it's a movie script written That's by right, Howard yep. Long. Yeah, movie script by Howard Long. Wow, what can you tell us about it? It's brilliant. <laughs> it's by <laughs> a genius. What genre? What genre is it? Romance. 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 Wow. So, when did you write this? I'd say about ten years ago. About ten years ago. So, so you were still a young man. Relatively. <laughs> I'm younger than I am now. Yeah, ten years younger. Yeah. Okay. Did you spend a long time on it? <laughs> no, is this one of those scripts you spent many, many years redrafting and working on? No, yeah. no, no, I didn't. How, um, how long? Uh, I think most of it I wrote in about two days, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay. The bulk, the bulk of it. Excellent. Anything else we need to know about it before we get started, Howard? Did I mention it's brilliant? Yeah, I think you did, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, then I think we've got co- that covered then. <laughs> before we start, we should probably just mention that in this script there is a talk of suicide, mm-hmm. and because we are trying to be funny, we do make some jokes about suicide, particularly in this first episode and also a little bit in the second one. Mm-hmm. So if that's not the sort of thing you want to hear and you think you might find that like kind of unpleasant, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, maybe skip forward to maybe episode four or something, or just don't bother with this story. You know, we don't laugh at actual suicide. What we're laughing at is the way younger Howard wrote about it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, let's get started, shall we? Yes, please. External London skyline night. Mm. Music is playing. It is live. (laughs) You're still doing that. You're still doing that. (laughs) A box appears. It is the TARDIS. He points a weird L-shaped thing at the woman. It is a gun. (laughs) He picks up some liquid in a container. It is his coffee. (laughs) It's such a weird habit. 
From the familiar skyline of central London, we travel gradually into more unknown territory. Space! <laughs> yeah. So, no, me and you. It's getting better Howard. already, isn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah. Basically, just like with one of your Doctor Who ones, I think mm. probably it was Siege, I think, where it's um, we we travel towards the spaceship and you said it was us, me and you. Right. So, this also, this basically any script you write has us in it. Like, <laughs> I've, always, I've always been a part of your life and, yeah. you know, you are very much a part of your life. So, you always, when you start a script, you're like, what are Rufus and Howard doing, doing here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They are travelling over the London skyline yeah, like into floating. unknown space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, meanwhile, on Earth, two people are falling in love. Yeah, but forget about that. <laughs> What's happening in space with Rusefus and Howard? Rusefus. Rusefus. So, yeah, hey, yeah, we've yeah. only known each other for like 10 years yeah. since we were one. Do you think believe it if we say we're 11? <laughs> I mean, they can't see us from. I mean, from listening to us and yeah. the way we are. I mean, if we didn't, we could just we, be like eleven-year-olds who've smoked deep a lot. Vo- yeah, deep-voiced eleven-year-olds. I mean, surely that's believable. That is believable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we travel, Rivers and Howard travel, travel. gradually into a more unknown territory, unknown. showing the bustling nightlife of the city until we resolve on external bar night. The live music comes from within. Does it? We travel indoors. <laughs> Travel. It's us on like a trolley. <laughs> I'm pushing you. You're yeah. sitting in a trolley, and I'm pushing you. And I've just pushed you into a bar. And they're like, "You can't bring that trolley." In. Yeah, yeah. What you? Bad. What you doing? I'm like, he's disabled. No travellers. <laughs> We've gone in with like our hair in like 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 plaits. What was travellers? <laughs> yeah, that's what travellers. All travellers. Anyone who travels anywhere. Basically, before you can get on a plane, <laughs> now they make you plait your hair. It's weird. Plait your hair. Like, have you got any fluids? Have you got any sharp things? And has your hair in plaits? Yeah. <laughs> And do you have a stinky child with you? That's what travellers have, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Everyone on a plane has... Tie-dye and a stinky child and an Platz. OK, so yeah. a bunch of travellers go, me and you... We're making different jokes here, listener, at the moment. I, I was pushing that anyone who travels is a traveller joke and therefore saying that anyone who gets on a plane is, uh, is, has to have their hair plaited. Mm. While Howard was really going for the um, insulting jippos <laughs> line of reasoning. Yeah. And neither of us was really listening to the other. We were just pushing forward with our own ideas. Yeah, OK, I'll listen to yours now. <laughs> no, everyone that gets on an airplane has to have a hair plait. Oh, it's done now. <laughs> Pretty good, right? It's pretty funny, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're called hair planes. Nah, that makes sense. Because, because everyone's got hair. Yeah, because hair And that's why they won't let me get on a plane. And that's why because they're you... all called hair plats. <laughs> Whenever you get on a hair plat, that's why they have to plait yeah. your hair. Because yeah. that's why it's called a hair plat. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay, well, that, so again, that's. Just um... say it again to reiterate, because yeah, nobody yeah, one, got the one joke. Time, one more time. Hair plats. <laughs> Okay, carry on. I think they all got it now. Okay, so we're tra- tra- travelling gradually. We're travelling, basically, me and you. In a hair plait into a yeah. bar. I've got you in a trolley. We've got our hair in plaits on mm. our hair plaits, mm. and we've just travelled into a bar. And apparently, it is a boho establishment. What is that? What is a boho establishment? <laughs> boho. Um, I mean, maybe, maybe you just misspelled hobo. It's a, a boho establishment. Yeah, I think it means bohemian, doesn't it? All right. Is boho a regular abbreviation of bohemian? I don't know. I've not I've not ever heard of it until you just said it. <laughs> you wrote it, though. It is not an indie venue. Is so it not? It's, it's owned by some big corporation. Then. <laughs> it's, part of a, it's part of a chain. It's owned by Sony. <laughs> yeah. So it's a boho establishment. It's not an indie venue. It is a little more upmarket. Yeah, it's like a, it's, it's bad script writing, that, isn't it? It's like saying, well, I don't need to say what it isn't. I mean, there's plenty of things it isn't. <laughs> it it, is it a is not a hat-on. supermarket. Yeah. It is not a it chocolate cob. A, it's not a space monkey. It's, yeah, there's none of those yeah. things. Uh, there's a very long well, list on it? page one, Howard. I don't think we need this. It has a warmth and jovial atmosphere. Does it? 
with ambient lighting. We move through the bar, past groups and couples, some listening to the music, some in conversation. It is a bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some so people are drinking and others are not. Some people are standing up and others are sitting <laughs> so down. Some people have got a head. <laughs> I just struck that. Everyone, everyone's got a head. <laughs> yeah. the, yeah. All the people have heads, but the tables don't. <laughs> I don't need to write that either, do I? <laughs> Uh, nobody's got heads. No, no, no. They've all no, got heads still. They've all got heads yeah, still. Yeah. But I mean, like, I don't need to mention whether it. or not they have heads is irrelevant. Yeah. Well, no, it is relevant. But they have heads. It's relevant because they all have heads, like a normal, <laughs> regular bar. It's a bar. Yeah, okay. It's a bar. All it's right. a regular bar. Headless Jim walks in. <laughs> 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 no, hang on. Headful. Headful Jim. Headful Jim. Yeah. He has got. Oh, no. ah. I've gone caught up in it again. <laughs> I thought I'd gone past oh, it, but no. I haven't. All right. So, so headful head Jim, head head Jim scratches his head, head which yeah. he has got. Yeah, which he's definitely got. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, um, so no, that didn't happen. No. Um, although it is true that everyone's got. Head. Everyone's got head, but it? we're we're just assuming. That. Actually, the script doesn't address that. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe they haven't. Maybe they haven't. Right? We don't. If we I, don't know. If I haven't said that everyone in this film has got a head, then they haven't got one. Yeah. I mean, we can assume they haven't. Otherwise, you would have said. Yeah, that I would certainly would have mentioned that they haven't not got heads. Because <laughs> I'm really into men- mentioning things that aren't there. Yeah. All the people haven't not got heads. <laughs> what? Yeah, they haven't not got legs. And they, they haven't not, not got, got bodies. bodies either. Cut two. Interior, stairwell, flats, night. In contrast to the colour of the bar, we move past a lift with an out-of-order sign. Good uh, good traditional uh, representation of uh, poor uh, neighbourhood, right? Oh, it is a multi-storey housing block with lifts what don't work and probably someone has pissed in them and someone is selling drugs and yeah, yeah. there's a punk here. Someone, you, can, you can definitely guarantee that if I've written it, someone's pissed in that lift. <laughs> but only when yeah. it was on the top floor yeah, yeah. and when there was a woman lying in it. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, past the lift with an out-of-order sign, up a starkly lit concrete staircase. Stark, I like that word. Yeah. Past unpainted, unattractive walls. It is rubbish. We go to a rubbish place with a load of rubbish walls. <laughs> the wall <laughs> rubbish walls. Rubbish, boring walls that are rubbish. OK, back to the bar. It is brilliant here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got heads. <laughs> <laughs> no one in these corridors have got heads because there's nobody here. I mean, it's reasonable okay. to assume that the people in the corridors are headless since there isn't anyone there. That's true. It would be Why true. Why would someone who isn't there have a head? <laughs> Exactly. That, that, would be, that would be a floating Yeah, I mean, head. I certainly don't write the corridors are full of flowing heads. I mean, that's not that's not on the yeah, page, right? You also don't say the corridors are not full of heads. <laughs> that's true. So I think we can assume they are. <laughs> all right. Yeah, all right. So everyone in the bar... Yeah, fair enough. Everyone in the bar doesn't have a head. Yeah. Because all their heads, heads are in this, cor- in this stairwell. Going like, why doesn't the fucking lift work? Where's my body gone? Where's my body gone? It's having a lovely time. How is he supposed to drink that drink? <laughs> I'm here, stuck in this corridor, pouring a drink down its neck, looking at these unattractive, (laughs) unpainted walls. Look at that rubbish wall, it's horrible. (laughs) Cut to bar, back to the bar. On a tiny stage, we discover the singer. The singer, discover him. him. Christopher Columbus. <laughs> Sticks a flag in his head. Sticks a flag in his head. Oh no, he hasn't got a head. Sticks a flag in his neck. He says, "I declare," and says nothing because he hasn't got a head either. <laughs> yeah, because both their heads are in the stairwell. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. in the stairwell, one head is saying to another, "I declare you mine." What did you just stick that flag in my neck, Christopher Columbus? <laughs> because you're mine now. 
I don't know why I thought that um, Christopher Columbus not having a head and sticking a, a flag in the neck of a, of, a, of, a, of a bar singer was a good idea for a romance. But, no, you know, it's a weird start. It's a weird start. It's pretty I weird. Mean, to be honest, a, a scene opening a film, a romance movie, yeah. where you have a scene with a bar full of headless bodies <laughs> and then a stairwell full of floating heads. I mean, it's that, good, that right? seems like it's, set, oh, it's amazing. It's but it seems really like it's setting up a, more of a ghosty film or a zombie film or something. Yeah, I don't know why I thought that like filming an empty stairwell was a, was a good idea. Be a good Cut scene. two. Cut two, empty stairwell. Mm. Well, you've, cut, you've started with full bar cut to empty stairwell cut no. back to full bar maybe some kind of like discourse on the, uh, the idea of loneliness or something like that it could be like yeah. thematic well we're going to go back to the corridor in a minute so maybe we'll find out yeah. when we're setting something up on a tiny stage we discover the singer he is under a sheet <laughs> <laughs> you see Christopher Columbus finds him under there and sticks up yeah, right, yeah. there you are found no. you <laughs> discovered you close your eyes one two three four five six seven found nine, you you were under the same sheet oh I should have no. tried harder Okay, um, no, Will, a handsome young man in his early 30s. Uh, nice, I like him already. Will, a handsome, skinny young man with dark hair in, in his early 30s called Howard. Guitar, is he? Yeah, um, who sings with an intensity and passion. Oh, does he? Clearly immersed in the moment under like his a, sheet. No, he's a dick. He sounds like a knob, right? He does do, yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, but with like, singing with an intensity and passion, that's someone who takes themselves too seriously. Yeah, his song's rubbish as well, I know, I've heard it. Person. Right, that's what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> but it is pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I can sing with intensity and passion. I'm full of intensity and passion, I just keep it a secret. I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm cool enough to pretend I haven't got any intensity and passion, I'm fucking full of it. Sometimes yeah. it spills out, sometimes I get up in the morning, I forget to put my lid on, right? Yeah, yeah. And all the intensity and passion spills out all over the floor. Your head. Yeah, out of my head, yeah. My head and I have, to, I have to clean it up and put well, my lid back fruit, on. Just keep rolling out your neck all <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a passion fruit, it's oh, my... <laughs> Basically, I'm just a passion fruit bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> As are all the characters in this film. <laughs> Will, the passion fruit bag, <laughs> plays a song intensely. <laughs> right, so, so far uh, in this script, all we've really done is yeah. we've been flashing back and forward between a bar yeah. and an empty corridor. Right. Okay, that's, that's basically where we are so far in the script. Bar, empty corridor, bar, empty corridor, blah, blah, blah. What's, why, don't, why are we flashing to an empty corridor? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, well, I guess maybe we'll find out. But it's got to be important. There's right? nobody in that corridor. Well, there's all the floating heads, but apart from that... Well, it doesn't sound empty to me. <laughs> no, but that's just us. Okay. The script says the, the corridor's empty, so uh, pr presumably it's going to become important. But, right. you know, let, let, let's find out. It's going to be one of the main players, do you think it's going to be? <laughs> yeah. It's going to fall Fred in love corridor. with, with a woman. Yeah. <laughs> it's a romance between a woman and a corridor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, let, let's find out what happens next. Okay. Cut two. Interior, corridor, night. Oh, yeah. Having ascended the stairs, oh. we make our way along the corridor to a door. Oh, wow. <laughs> we pull back to reveal Will. He pulls a set of keys from his jacket pocket. Oh, that's weird. So it's gone bar, stairs, bar, stairs with Will in, right? Yeah. Oh, I suppose, it, is it just different timelines yeah. running simultaneously? Okay. So back to the bar. Close up on the dexterity of Will's fingers as he plays the guitar. Not just on the dexterity of... Close up on Will waggling his fingers. <laughs> look at my dexterity. <laughs> look how amazing it is. Oh, look how dexterous his fingers are. Yeah. Cut to interior, corridor, night. Will's fingers fumble with the set of keys, uncertain as to which is the correct key to the door. He is a good guitar player, but he is rubbish at keys. keys. Yeah. Pull back, Will tries a key, but it does not fit. It's the key of B flat. <laughs> 
<laughs> he goes, oh, hang on, I've got this the wrong way around. Yeah, yeah. No, it's the wrong type of key. I was supposed oh, to use a metal key, not, Will, not a musical Will key. Will looks down at his mangled guitar. <laughs> Why? Why did I try and put my guitar in this keyhole? <laughs> yeah, he has broken his guitar and the door. No, he pulled back. He, Will tries to keep it. It does not fit. The second key fits the lock. Right. So... I mean, you just think that's not his flat, but then the next thing says interior Will's flat, so it is. Right. So he doesn't know which of his own keys is his key to his own flat. Maybe he's drunk or a moron. Maybe, I think he's a moron. Yeah. Go with that. He says, he says he fumbles with a set of keys, uncertain just... as to which is the correct key to the door. Well, maybe this is, if this is not, <coughs> this is not the heads floating around in the corridor now, and this is just his body that's come back, right, yeah, yeah. that's cut off at the neck. So right? the reason he's uncertain He probably doesn't know which it. key it's using. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. I don't think sense. I could, I wouldn't be able to tell by touch, I don't think it would be difficult. If it depends, well, it depends how different they are. I mean, if it's yeah. like a Yale versus kind of like, you know, uh, yeah, mortis. Like mortis lock key. Is that the right word? Yeah, I'll do, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to agree with you. <clears throat> yeah, that sounded sound good, don't Yeah, you? definitely. I mean, you know, if his fingers can't tell the difference between those kind of keys, then yeah, he's got, he's got no fingers. help, has he? Yeah. And he? And apparently he's got dexterous fingers. Yeah, what does Dexter think about that? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so interior, Will's flat, night. Will enters and places his keys on a hook marked keys. Yeah. Brilliant. I mean, you just you 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 visualise that really well. You've gone. You know what? What happens when a person <laughs> walks into their flat? I mean, oh, they put their keys. Where do they put their keys? It's just it's like you've really you know you haven't missed anything. You've gone. He's got his keys in his hand. He's got his keys in his hand. What what, what does he do with his keys? Does he like stick them up a dog? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen anyone stick them up a dog. Does he put put them in a salad? No, I mean that's insane. Uh, he 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 put his out see keys in his salad and, and eat his keys. No. I know he puts them on a key hook. What do you call a key hook, though? I don't know. <laughs> what about call it a hook that's got, it's it's got keys on it? Hooked them on keys, yeah. Hooked them on keys. Yeah. Oh, brilliant, yeah. Oh, I'm so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you are, because that is, that is correct observation of how things work. Yeah. Don't put them up a dog. Put yeah. them on a hook. Yeah, marked <laughs> yeah. keys. Yeah. Then he takes them off the hook and puts them up a dog. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no. You fell at the final hurdle. You were so Shit. close. No, he hangs his jacket. Jacket on a hook beside it. Mark's doesn't jacket. say Mark jacket. <laughs> yeah, how does he know? Yeah, I guess because it doesn't say keys. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just he's got, got two hooks. hooks. He's got two hooks, and yeah, only, one, only one of them says keys. Yeah. Uh, he puts his jacket on a hook beside it and places his shoes on his shoe hooks. Lost your observational skills at this stage. <laughs> shoe hooks. No, that's not a thing. Hang on. Delete, delete. The backspace, backspace. Okay, he puts his shoes <laughs> on the floor. Gets his toothbrush off his toothbrush hook and cleans his teeth. <laughs> That on his teeth teeth hooks. Hooks, yeah. <laughs> he goes to bed hook. <laughs> yeah. Hangs himself Hangs up, up to sleep. sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, good. No, he places his shoes below. Below. Oh, right. Below where? Just like in <laughs> hell or something. <laughs> yeah. And then he damns his shoes. <laughs> or, just, or, just in, or just in the room below. I mean, like in someone else's flat. Yeah. He's got a hole in his floor yeah. that he drilled. Yeah. <laughs> he got his big drill out, drills a hole, and drops his shoes into the... someone else's flat. Yeah. Boy! I've told you about Stop that. Stop dropping your shoes into my flat. Stop so. drilling holes in my ceiling. I'm sorry, I, can't, I don't have a hook for them. I don't know what else to do with them. <laughs> two choices. <laughs> One hook, two drill. <laughs> That's all I've got, all right? Yeah, it's true. It's certainly true in my world that drills are very important. <laughs> Okay, the flat is quite open plan and sparse. Quite open plan and sparse. Qu- how, is what is linear? quite open plan? <laughs> I mean, surely things are either open plan or not, right? It's got a lot of half-finished walls. <laughs> right. There's just a toilet in the middle with the water on it. 
It's yeah. like mostly open it's plan. Almost entirely open plan, but some bits, yeah. like the toilet, are not in the yeah. main room. <laughs> I mean, that's probably true of almost anywhere, isn't it? I've never been to a house that is 100% open plan, <laughs> including the bathroom and yeah, toilet yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah, the roof. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no, no roof. Rooms, just... No rooms, yeah. no walls, no yeah. roof. Oh, oh, I went to the most wonderful open plan house the other day. Yeah. It had some cows in it eating yeah. grass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A kitchenette stroke diner is divided from the lounge area by a breakfast bar. There you go. That's why it's not completely open plan, because there's a kitchenette stroke diner breakfast bar. There are no paintings hanging on the wall. (laughs) What else is hanging on the wall? What else is not hanging on these walls? There are no dogs hanging on the wall. Okay. There are no uh, sausages hanging on the wall. There are no pigs. I'm interested in randomly listing things that aren't there (laughs) in my scenes. Yeah, you love that. There's not a sheep here. <laughs> Why? No, Why no. you say that? Why does he write that? There, what does that mean? Yeah, there are no French people here. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is it? Is it? Is it? You really hate art? Maybe he loves walls and he hates art. Oh, he's so recently covering, sold his painting. Covering or? his walls with art is like just the worst does thing. It, are there like are there like dark patches where there's no paintings? No, it says rather. Rather. There are no paintings on the wall, rather a series of post-it notes oh, right. in rows of different colours fill the wall space. A door leads to a bedroom. All right. All right, so it's it's open plan in the sense that it's got a, a, a separate bedroom and another to a bathroom, so it's got another bathroom. Basically, it's open plan in the sense that... Or part open, quite, quite open plan, quite. because it's got a kitchenette with a breakfast... But breakfast is basically half a wall, isn't it? So every other room is separate, yeah. but the kitchen is only half separate. Yeah. So it's quite open plan. Well, I don't know what that was called, so I've been quite open plan. Yeah. So we've just had a detailed description of what Will's flat does and doesn't contain. <laughs> yeah. All right. And now we're back to interior bar night. Behind the bar, a pair of female hands are washed under a tap. <laughs> All right. So is it, is it Will's doing that? Will has got a pair of female hands. He's washing them going, I'm just getting, I'm just getting the blood off. I've just got to wash the blood. Oh, more blood keeps coming out. Quick, get rid of the blood. Oh, there's more of it. Oh, it's terrible. He's got, so he's got Dexter's hands and he's got a pair <laughs> yeah. of female hands. He's got Dexter's fingers. Okay. Right. <laughs> but he's got, to, he's got to attach them to something. So he's got hold of this woman's hands. hands. He's going to cut her fingers off. He's building off. a person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. That's why there's that's why there's headless people and everything. It's yeah, a real yeah. weird world where you Will Frankenstein. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. It's a good film. Ooh. It is. And you said this was going to be rubbish, but it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, we're only on page two. Oh wow. And we've already had the bar of headless people. Mm. All right. We've had the corridor of floating heads. Yeah. We've had uh, Will's confusing flat, which is both open plan <laughs> and not open plan at the same time. Yeah. And now we've got um, back in the bar some mysterious person, possibly Will, washing the hands he's just chopped off a woman. Yeah. This is amazing. Um, we pull back to reveal Eve. Oh, hello. An attractive bar girl. Ooh, girl. What's a bar girl? <laughs> Howard, what is a, a bar girl? She's a little girl. A little girl who works in a bar. bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a romance. She's a girl. <laughs> yeah, OK. Sexy girl with hands. She's got hands. She hasn't. It? She's had them chopped off. Oh. We pull back to reveal Eve, an attractive bar girl who doesn't have any hands left. Well, no. <laughs> no. An attractive bar, bar girl in her late 20s. Girl in her late 20s. That's a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, 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 an old girl. <laughs> with an individual taste in clothing. 
beneath her uniform apron. Hmm. Well, that tells me a lot about her. She's got an individual taste in clothing. Yeah. So she likes wearing. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a chicken on her head. She likes wearing onesies. She's got a chicken on her head and onesies. Yeah. She's yeah. A, a dinosaur onesie and a chicken on her head and like um, a pig around her neck. Like, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> nobody. I mean, it's individual. Nobody yeah. in the world dresses nobody else like has she does. Ever looked like this ever? Yeah, yeah it's definitely yeah. a pig around her neck and a chicken <laughs> on her head. Yeah. Because <laughs> who does that? No one. No one. Apart from Eve. Yeah. Exactly, she's individual. That 25-year-old girl. <laughs> 29-year-old girl. 29? 29, 29 no, it's his late, late 20s. Okay, 28-year-old girl with a chicken on her. 28-year-old girl yeah. with a chicken on her head takes takes but her hands yeah. out of the sink. 28-year-old child with a chicken <laughs> on her head and a pig around her neck is washing the hat, her own hands that she just cut off in the sink. Yeah. She's finding this difficult because she hasn't got any hands. Yeah. <laughs> All right, no, no. As she washes her hands, she watches Will on stage, clearly enjoying <laughs> his performance. This... Respite is short-lived oh, as she... Um, watching him, I guess. Oh, right. As she is interrupted by the local drunk at the end of the bar. Local um, Howard. <laughs> demanding is her attention. Name? Howard is a wiry... Is that Howard? Yeah, How- Howard is a wiry, bitter man in his late 40s. <laughs> I, I mean, it doesn't say Howard, but I'm changing it. Okay. Right? No, it says Jim. She shares a here-we-go-again look with another barmaid, but immediately puts on a brave face. Wow, she's got a lot of body parts that she's got. <laughs> she's just been washing those hands, those other women's hands. Yeah. Now she's got her brave face out and, like, put it on. She's going up to Jim, the local drunk. Jim's like, fucking hell, she's got a face on. <laughs> and so she puts on another face and moves down the bar, <laughs> gets up on it, slides along towards mm-hmm. Jim, wiping her hands on her apron and smiling as she goes. So I don't need to picture that, right? <laughs> she's walking towards him. She's like... Basically, she's rubbing her legs and grinning. Oh, Jim. Oh, here I come, Jim. I've got my special face on and I'm coming to get you. Oh, rubbing, rubbing her legs. That's good. Cut to interior. Will's flat night. Will passes through. <laughs> like, goes to the other side. I mean, walk through walls. Will passes through, unbuttoning his shirt. Mm. Sexy time. Yeah. Interior, Will's bedroom, night. Will bums himself. Ah. <laughs> no, Will opens his wardrobe. There is a row of empty hangers. Oh. He turns to a row of black bin liners. As he undresses, he places his clothes into one of these bags. He's a murderer. <laughs> yeah. He is a murderer, right? Yeah. Why is he chucking his clothes away? He's got no clothes in his wardrobe. But he's got a line of black bin liners and he's just taking his clothes off and he's chucking his clothes away. It's possible. Yeah. I mean, murderers can fall in love too, right? That's true, yeah. yeah. All right. Interior, Will's bathroom, night. The bathroom cabinet is mirrored, but it has steamed up now from the hot water. Will, in a dressing gown, wipes the mirror and stares at himself until the mirror steams up again. Where did he get the dressing gown from? There was nothing in his wardrobe. It was probably on his dressing gown hook. Okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> probably do- he's probably borrowed from Doctor Strange. He probably like flew in and landed on him. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, that's, that's a famous thing about Doctor Strange, isn't that it? He has a dressing gown and flies in on it. <laughs> yeah. That's the famous thing about Doctor Strange. When you need a dressing gown, <laughs> he flies in and gives you one. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know the character that well. It so might be. That's his main. believe me, then. Don't you? His main superpower is giving people dressing gowns yeah. when they need them. Flying in. Here's your dressing gown. So <laughs> he's not Doctor Normal. <laughs> no, Doctor Normal turns up about half an hour later in a taxi. Yeah. I've got your dressing gown. He's like, oh, it's all right. Doctor Strange already flew in half an hour ago. And gave me one. Thanks, Doctor Normal. And he's like, oh, every time. <laughs> I'm going to have to quit my dressing gown delivery business. Yeah. Damn that Doctor Strange. 
Ouch. Mm. <laughs> like, why do you need to be a doctor to do that? <laughs> You're going to be Mr. Strange, couldn't uh, you? Uh, There's a lot of wasted studies. Uh, right, okay, so... Uh, He's got his dressing gown. He wipes the mirror, stares at himself until the mirror steams up again. That's quite a while, right? Yeah. That's got to be like 20 That's one of your 10-second things again, isn't it? Yeah. He, he slides open the cabinet, which is full of paraphernalia. Oh, wow. <laughs> including, including many various pill bottles. Many various. Many various pill bottles. Many various pill bottles. Many various, many various, many various. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't want everything, does it? Yeah. Uh, anyway, he, he opens the cabinet, which is full of paraphernalia, including, including many, many various, various pill, pill bottles, bottles, and removes a packet of razor blades. Ooh, murder items. Ooh, yeah, murder. He's a murderer. Yep. He attempts to open the packet, but it is very difficult to open. It is hardened plastic and fully sealed. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> I can't plastic. get into my hardened plastic packet. Hardened. He can't get in. Basically, he is a murderer, but... Is a really weak one. What is this? Is this like a, a, a sentence of irony? So suggesting that if only he had a razor blade, he could open it with ease. But like no. because they're inside it, it's like it's like Schrodinger's razor blade. No, Apparently, like, I don't have no idea no, what no, Schrodinger's no, cat not is. Not that. Not that at all. It's not. A, basically, <laughs> no, Schrodinger's cat. It's an amazing <laughs> thought experiment. Yes, where there's this. a cat in a box, and the only way you can get the cat out of the box is by using a cat. But the cat's <laughs> in the box. Like, oh, fucking yeah. hell, my cat's in my box. I can't get it out because I need a cat to yeah. open my box. Oh, Schrodinger's cat, the famous thought experiment. Schrodinger's razor blade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's not Is that. there a razor blade in the box? He doesn't know because he can't open it because the razor blade's in the box. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's exactly like Schrodinger's yeah, cat. Exactly, yeah, I know. All right, I anyway, about. no, it's not that because next line is, Will brings out some nail scissors which he uses to cut through the plastic. He takes a razor blade from the packet. He holds it up and watches the light reflect upon it. He places the blade on the edge of the bath. He sits and stares into space. Haunted. <laughs> Woo! A ghost turns up. Fucking hell. Oh, he sits on the edge of the bath next to his, his friend, the razor blade. Yeah. <laughs> He's about to have a nice chat with him. Hello, Mr. Razor Blade. <laughs> How was your day? Mine yeah. was very good. <laughs> then a ghost turns up and haunts him. He's like, I'm trying to have a bath. He's staring into space, so there's a hole in his roof, right? You can see space. Yeah. That's where we are as well, if I recall. <laughs> yeah, that's really. why. We're he was in space. About, he was about to kill himself with a razor blade, but then he looks out of the hole in his roof and he's like, oh, there's two people floating up there. Where did that hole come from? <laughs> Do they put the, what are these shoes doing here? It's like, there's his Someone's space. Someone's getting shoes yeah. All right, so we've just watched Will contemplating suicide in his bathroom. Did we watch that? Or listen to. Okay. I mean, I'm watching it because I'm looking at the script. Right? Okay. Fair it's enough. a movie. If we, if in reality, we'd be watching it, right? If yeah. it had ever been made. Oh yeah. Well, right. But um... dream on, Marlon. <laughs> so we've just watched Will contemplating suicide. Mm-hmm. But because this film is jumping back and forth between suicide and uh, having a gig, because right. Howard Long loves jumping. jumping. Right. Yeah. Because it's going back and forth between these two points in time. Now we go back to the bar. Cut to interior bar night. Will comes to the end of his song, his eyes alive with feeling. He's, he's, he's in many places, at many times, thinking different things, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like, one minute he's alive with feeling, the next minute he's, he's staring dead, he's dead at in space Earth through a hole in his ceiling. Yeah, yeah, that. With a razor blade pal. Yeah, yeah, his friend the razor blade, yeah. trying to have a bath. Yeah. Hello, I'm the razor blade. <laughs> Hello, I'm, I'm Will. Uh, <laughs> shall we have a nice bath now, Mr. Mr. Oh, Will? That sounds very nice, but don't cut me this time, will you? Will comes to the end of the song, his eyes alive with feeling. The crowd applaud enthusiastically. Oh. Fade to interior, Will's bathroom, night. The sound... I don't think I'm going to need a voice for Will. He's never going to say anything. 
<coughs> the sound of applause becomes the sound of water running. Does it? Uh, the bath is almost full. Will stands and turns off the tap. Because that is how baths work. Hey. I have observed it like I did with the key hook. Yeah, research, man. Research. Yeah. <laughs> he disrobes and gets in the bath. Right, what you know. It Turning is... off baths. Yeah. <laughs> Not all about that. Getting in baths. Getting in baths. It is very hot and is initially it? causes some discomfort. But then it is not hot. Basically, what you're saying is, Will gets in going, <laughs> That's what you do, right? When you get in a hot bath and you're alone and you're not worried about like looking like a moron, you're like, <laughs> And then you lower yourself in like a twit going, That's all right, I'm all right now, I've got used to it. Yeah. Right? So that's this scene. That's yeah, a good scene. <laughs> that would be a good scene. <laughs> yeah, it would. I tend to just kind of like swear. I go, Ah, fuck! And like, like go, go for a walk and come back. <laughs> go for, well, like outside yeah. with your towel on. Uh, <laughs> uh, he submerges himself for a short time. <laughs> dive, dive, dive. <laughs> he pretends to be a submarine. James sti- Bond is in him. <laughs> <laughs> he sticks his penis out and pretends it is a periscope. <laughs> uh, a periscope, Captain. I can, I can shoot Glowfell through your penis. <laughs> He is finished pretending to be a submarine <laughs> in his bath. He kills himself. <laughs> Which of the other characters will be Will's love interest? That drunk tramp in the bar? The bar girl with a chicken on her head? Or surprise choice C, Darth Vader? Where's Padme? Is she safe? Is she alright? Where's are in the world? Was in the world. Was in the world. Was in the world. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Worst Writer in the World. Hooray! We'll be back next week with part two Ooh. when things really start to hot up, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to get saucy next week. Absolutely. If you'd like more entertainment by us, then check out our secret gang on patreon.com forward slash man by cow, where you can get extended episodes of this show, pages from the script with all the bits we cut from these episodes, Great. and so much more. So much more. Other stuff, yeah. And if you'd like to hear us read things that you've written instead of just rubbish that Howard wrote, then why not write us a plot so far and send it to us at manbycow at gmail.com and maybe we'll read yours at the start of next week's show. Mm. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye. Milk. (laughs) You're so helpful. (laughs) He's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer.